Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. It's your host, Scott Needham. I have something very exciting for you. It's it's just always, it's always interesting how what I'm learning at the time and what I'm focusing on, I tend to get uh, really great conversations that help me laser in on what I was doing. This year, I've actually asked a lot of people the same basic question of like, how do you rank? And I think... Uh, if you were to summarize it, we're going to, we're going to cover that in the most, like in like a, in a one sentence, how, do, how does, you know, Amazon's ranking algorithm work? I have with me, um, Daniel Tejada from straight up growth, just did an audit of my private label business, loved it. A lot of actionable items, but I liked the, the, you know, the, the ideas that he was throwing out. Daniel, welcome to the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Happy to, uh, to be on here, Scott today. And Love talking about ranking, so we'll we'll definitely get into that today for sure. Yeah. So um, recently, like I just wanted to shake up our advertising strategy. Uh, I actually moved my private label business away from Perpetua. We had been using uh, the tool for a year and a half, and like it's it's good. You know, it does uh, a lot of what I'm looking for, but I just noticed that we didn't quite have the control. We also weren't investing. Um, our time in improving it. I found that like, you know, we have two or three people that work on this uh, business and I, we were using it as a crutch, just like, oh, it's, it's working, you know? And I, I'm afraid to say that like, no, nah, it's like not, like our advertising is only getting worse over time. And that um, when I was talking uh, with actually Daniel's uh, uh, partner Jay, like he, you know, explained that like he just moved someone away from Perpetua, like a, a major client, and that. Uh, the, so we're gonna jump into like you know why do you use a tool and like where is the tool kind of weak and a person really should be jumping in. Awesome, yeah. And so there's a lot of different, let's say, automated tools out there uh, for for advertising on the Amazon. Um, you know, all of them kind of have some advantages. There's like, there's over 50. This is like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And like, I, the, the truth is I don't usually let them on the podcast just to like come and talk about it because I want to be able to say something like, while there are so many tools, I not, I really don't think that like any of them are like light years ahead of each other. Right. There's a lot of parody. And I think that the, the biggest thing is that the overall way that every single one of them works typically is either it's usually off of a cost right some of them have some sort of tacos kpi there but that's not always the best thing to optimize towards i'll say right off the bat um because a cost alone doesn't provide a lot of information right like you know a cost doesn't tell you if you're going after a branded customer or a non-branded customer right um there, right? It doesn't yeah. factor in if you are a net new item and have no relevancy, or if you're an established item that already ranks on a lot of search terms, right? Uh, that has direct impact on your CPCs. Um, and so not really understanding the full scope of like what a search term means in comparison to where your product's actually at in its life cycle does provide some limitations, right? Um, there, I think they'll all do a good job of trying to get you to the ACOS goal that you're looking to hit. Uh, but it's simply a matter of, is that always the best KPI to be advertising towards, right, for Amazon? And, and a lot of the times, at least from our thesis, it's not always the number one KPI, right? One of the things that... No, <clears throat> I'll, I'll speak for myself. Like, yeah. I advertise for organic rankings. 
I advertise so the business can be more profitable and less reliant on advertising. Yes. And I think that's a huge, really important piece. Like, you know, we, we were early days on Amazon, right? Like I was doing Amazon ads in 2016 when you paid five or 10 cents a click. Oh you my know, goodness. You get an, an Don't remind me. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like, that's not the case anymore, right? If, if you sell supplements, which I consider the most competitive category on Amazon, you're probably dealing with a 19.99 average order value price and CPCs, if you're net new, of 10 to $15. A click. I remember, you know, I was actually showing up at Amazon trade shows before there was like advertising tools. Oh yeah. It, it was like every other year, it seemed like there was a new category of like tools. Yeah. And it was like, wow, there's like 10 advertising tools here. Yep. Um, no, like Tika Metrics, I remember was the, they were probably the first ad tool I ever saw way back in the day. Before. Yeah. That, that only optimized 100% towards a cost. Didn't even have tacos as like a, a KPI there back in the day. Yep. Yep. Um, and so one of the things, especially like I see a lot of sellers or audits where they were early sellers on Amazon and the last two years they've slowed down, right? They're, they've either gone flat or they're actually seeing like year over year declines um, there. A lot of those, I call the, the OG private label guys, one of the gaps that I find is that as CPCs have gone up, they've been so hyper-focused on using, you know, I, I spend at a 15% A cost, they start to lose their organic visibility over time, right? And so what's happened is their percentage of ad stripped sales has gotten higher and higher. Um, you know, they might still be hitting the same A cost targets, but their overall sales, right, go flat uh, or start to decline. And the biggest uh -huh. thing I'll do to, to uh, diagnose what the issue is, I'll take a look at their brain analytics for, you know, this past month, and I'll look at what it looked like a year ago, right, or two years ago. And that's usually one of the most clear-cut ways of seeing this is the problem with just looking at ACOS is that all of a sudden you're ranking on 50% less of the terms than you used to rank on in the past, right? And that's why your organic sales have gone down, right? I call it a, a slow tire leak, right? If you stop spending against the type of terms that you need to, to really maintain those placements. Interesting. Okay, well, let's jump in. Uh, some of the specifics that like I really, you know, we just did an audit of my account. And uh, the one of the first things is like, we, we pointed out a lot of wasted ad spend. This is ad spend that, you know, was uh perpetua like led us to do a lot of this like you called it research spend what is research spend yeah great question so we define research spend as basically any match type where you don't have control over your optimizations at either a search term or product level so that's going to entail essentially your auto your broad your phrase match types we call these research because let's break down you know what you can do with those match types with an auto campaign you literally have the ability to choose what product you're advertising. You could add negative search terms, a max cost per click bid, and then Amazon's gonna choose all the other search terms and as well as what bids to actually set against those search terms. So it doesn't give you the ability to spend more or spend less on any individual search term. You're really kind of fully setting and forgetting. You then move into like broad and phrase match, right? You get a little bit more control, but like what we saw with our wasted spend, there, like our broad and, and phrase match type for the account for, for Scott, for example, was 3x the wasted or non-converting spend that we saw through the exact match type. The reason for that is if I set a broad match type for, you know, uh, coffee, let's just say coffee, right? A $1 bid for coffee. That $1 bid for coffee in a broad match type is not just a $1 bid for coffee. It's a $1 bid for any variation of that search term. It could be cheap coffee, it could be expensive coffee, bulk coffee, you know, vegan coffee. Some of those terms are going to be winners. Some are going to be losers. 
But without moving those terms over into that next match type or of actual exact match, you don't actually get the ability to control your optimizations, right? And that's why that wasted or non-converting spend tends to be so hot. Um, the other thing that we look for is how many converting non-braided terms do you already have, right? If you're looking at an account and you've got a smaller catalog, you've got over a couple hundred search terms that are non-braided and converting, you probably don't need to allocate as much ad spend to finding terms that'll work, right? At that point, what you wanna do is focus more of your spend on, on terms that actually do convert, right? And that's gonna allow you to increase your ad rev and reduce your wasted ad spend. Okay, I, I like this. So uh, we take a lot of the research that we've done. Great, awesome, you've got research. And then you, the goal is to eventually bring that down to exact match types. You're like, we know we convert on this term. It's, and uh, then we control the bids on that. And that's just like where you do have the most control. And I think what I'm thinking is like, you know, this leads to um, a, you know, a ranking strategy uh, because, you know, if you really want to rank, why not like just have full control on that part and start bidding on the exact match on what you want to do? Shoot, well, uh, did, if, if I didn't gloss over anything else that you wanted to cover, we can, we can really jump into like, you know, what it takes to rank. And yeah. um, let's jump into that because I think it's, it's definitely super valuable. So I think, you know, as ads become more expensive, right, the need for organically driven sales become greater and greater on Amazon, right? Um, and I think it's, it's something that everyone looks for, uh, but it's not as complicated as people think, right? It's not necessarily how many you know, times you put a keyword in your listing, right? At the end of the day, Amazon's gonna index you based off your category, right? Based on terms that they see uh, within, within a listing, but there's a million other products that have the same search terms there, right? So how does Amazon really determine where you rank is much more performance-based, right? How many orders do you have on a monthly basis against a search term at a child ASIN level? And ultimately what's your product's conversion rate at that search term uh, level itself? Um, What's unique about Amazon, they don't care if those sales are ads driven, if they're you know organically driven, all they're looking for is that there's enough relevancy to the term itself. Yeah, so um, just to simplify it, ranking is basically, it's your conversion rate uh, and some uh, multiple of the number of sales that you get. So like if you have a well-converting product and you're selling the most on a search term, like they're gonna bubble you to the top it's so easy to get way complicated. It's so easy to think like about um, SEO, like throwing it in the search terms field, throwing it in bullets, throw it in a title everywhere. Like, great, Amazon gets it. You want to, uh, you know, you want to rank on keto. So does everyone. I mean, like that's, uh, <laughs> that's a huge volume uh, search term. And, but really just like, if you can, if you have a high conversion rate and you have a, high number of total number of sales on that, they're going to put you at the top. Yeah. And like you mentioned keto, right? I'm literally a top three converting item on the term keto for the last four weeks in a row, right? And it, it wasn't super complex. I'm working with a brand that has super low branded search volume, right? The only thing that we did is we enabled ourselves to drive a large enough number of orders uh, against that term keto. We're doing it at a high enough conversion rate. And that Amazon rewards us because they see sales happening, right? At the end of the day, there's a reason that the first item in search 
gets 35% of clicks on average. Okay, now here's my favorite type of question. How fast do you think Amazon's algorithm uh, reacts to a strategy like what you just said? So I have a theory that there's two timeframes that they're layering on top of each other, right? So they look at it from an hourly basis and then they look at it from a more historical basis. So like you'll see like a search find buy, right? The kind of giveaway thing is, is a big, uh, big thing people will do in like the private label space, right? To try to rank. One of the problems is you'll see an item stick because someone does a search find buy, they give away a hundred units in, uh, you know, five hours. All of a sudden you, you jump up to the top of search results. The problem is after that giveaway ends, people are still searching, but your item doesn't have enough reviews, right? So it falls off search really, really quickly because you're not sustaining the order velocity you need to rank. Um, so I think it's a combination, like you can rank very, very quickly if you, uh, if you concentrate orders in a short period of time, but longevity for ranking, um, I say typically takes about three months. Um, there on average, depending on the, the competitiveness of the search term. Oh, so you're saying that uh, three months of a consistent sales, good sales, is still kind of like rewarded in the in the algorithm in the, in the long run, and it's right. and it's very reactive. Yes, so it works in both fashions, right? So that's I mean, why if, if you're a savvy seller, you'll work both, right? You'll try some outside traffic, concentrate. I sales, mean, I, I, I'm an engineer. If I'm in an Amazon, you know, uh, if I'm working on a search algorithm, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, let's do like the very reactive, but let's also consider historical sales. It's a little bit, um, so it's very elastic in the short term, Yep. Uh, but a little bit, you know, uh, it takes, a, it takes more to bend in, yes. with, with, with that, that long term. Exactly. Like I've got brands that have done this for years and I call that building a moat where it's like, it's, it becomes very inexpensive over time because Amazon's seen you rank on that search term for months and months and months, right? If you can show up typically in brain analytics three months in a row, um, in that number one or two position, like it's pretty rare that we tend to fall off it at that point. Uh, once we make it, you know, yeah. Um, one thing that I really liked in uh, your audit that you, you did for me was, um, you pulled in the conversion rates of all the products. So, so like in line to seeing, you know, what we're doing, I'm like, okay. And I know how we're converting. Um, and you see sometimes conversion rates, a good conversion rate is, is like above 10%. You're like, okay, this is pretty solid. And there's like some middling and then there's some like low uh, conversion rates. What's your thoughts on like when search terms could be like semi-related to each other, but like maybe the conversion rate doesn't quite match. Mm -hmm. let, let, actually, let's do this. Um, we have a, brand, uh, a line of puzzles okay. and um, we can advertise on, uh, you know, uh, puzzles for adults, you know, uh, or like, you know, a jigsaw puzzle and like, it's, it, we can get a conversion, but it's kind of hard. But if you do like uh, puzzles of the beach, you know, uh, puzzles of a, uh, a if city or a cat, dog, stuff like that. Like I personally think like, like I, the conversion rate goes higher. Um, should, do you think you should like really just target your top converting uh, terms? What about like stuff that like, you know, you want, well. you, but you want yes. to. So that's a great question, right? And so at some point, it's just understanding where your business is at, right? So if there's a term I really want to convert against, let's say, um, and I tested in my ads perspective, like I've had this for working with a protein bar brand, right? We want, we really wanted to work on ranking against the term vegan protein bar. It's at a 7% ad conversion rate there. 
I was at a higher ad conversion rate on other search terms, right? Um, like energy bars, I converted at close to a 15% rate. So double the conversion rate, I put more of my dollars towards energy bars initially. Energy bars got really expensive from a CPC perspective uh, there, right? Where it started to really crush what I could, what I can drive from a new customer acquisition perspective. So I went back to vegan protein bars. But what we did is we actually made changes to the listing content to hyper-focus on trying to improve our conversion rate from an ads perspective there. So we added vegan protein bars to our title. Uh, my second image, uh, we like we love using text on images. We actually went and, and changed the unique selling points to one of the call-outs was vegan protein bars, right? We made it much yeah. more prominent, saw a 4% increase on my ad conversion rate against that search term. That enabled me to then spend effectively to rank against that search term, right? So people have to understand there's a cause and effect, right? If, if you're not converting against a term, figure out why it is, right? Sometimes it's as simple as making an adjustment to your listing. Sometimes it's, you don't have enough reviews, right? Uh, to compete maybe against those, those maybe you're a new seller, right? Uh, you're net new, you've got five reviews, everyone else has thousands of reviews against that search term. Uh, if you don't have a distinguishing feature, maybe your content's already on point, maybe that means you need to do something called like a low launch price strategy, right? Maybe we should implement a discount for a short period of time to get people to leave feedback for us, get enough reviews, uh, once we hit certain review thresholds, then we can increase our price more towards where we want. Um, but there's always something you can manipulate to try and improve that conversion rate. Um, there are times where maybe you're just never going to convert there, right? And that's okay. It's where do I find the terms that do make sense for me, right? If you sell, like I work with a lot of premium beauty brands, right? Uh, it's sometimes it's hard selling an item that's 10x the price of what everyone else is selling for, right? Um, and so there, what I've done is if I'm selling a face wash and it's 10X the price of everyone else, I'm not gonna go after face wash, but I'm gonna go to sephora.com and I'm gonna find other brands that sell face washes at my price point, right? Half of them may not even sell on Amazon, but they have branded traffic that I can then target, right? So I can still find someone who's looking for my item, right? Sometimes it's about how hard do you have to test your ad, uh, different ad terms to find those high converting terms. I, I, I like it. I, I think what you've demonstrated, which is my belief, um, that you have to really consider, like you have to think like a shopper. Um, you have to like, being an advertiser is, uh, sorry, like, you know, selling on, on Amazon, advertising on Amazon, it's not just the tool that you make. It's like, what offer are you making and who's going to convert on that? Who's, who, who's like the right audience? Um, and uh, I like to use the analogy that what we do is we just help people find what they're looking for, right? At the end of the day, uh, you know, they yeah. have to be looking for it, right? That's your conversion rate and we're helping you find it. That's the advertisement part. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I think you, you've covered a lot of like very interesting things. You know, we've talked about like the disadvantages of a tool, you know, just like looking at ACOS, like I've covered that a few times, but um, it's still worth repeating because I find myself, my business, like I look at profit and loss every month. And so I'm like, I got to like get this right when really, you know, uh, you, you got to revert back to like, what goals are you accomplishing? You know, what? Uh, what are your, uh, like down to like what your conversion rates, like if you want to, if you want better uh, ACoS, like look at the stuff that converts the, the best. Um, and then, um, and then you, we, we covered about how to move 
everything to exact terms if you want the most control to reduce that research spend. The research spend is great, but like you can lose money. And if you just are researching infinitely, uh, you know, it's just going to be a, a, a churn on your business. And then ultimately we jumped into my, like what I'm going to like my takeaway. I know it sounds obvious, but I like to do it in one sentence. I've talked with like 20, 30 experts this year and kind of asked them like, Hey, like, what do you guys feel about like the ranking? How's the algorithm? People don't do search fine buy anymore because Amazon went down on it. So how do you rank really it's total number of sales and conversion rate on that search term. Um, I, I like it. Maybe there's some like uh, small uh, uh, variations to it, but like, no, like just keep it simple. I don't like all these complicated, like, you know, thinking about, you know, SEO and all that work. Um, so did I miss anything? <laughs> oh, you nailed it. it. Look, it's ranking on Amazon is just a basic math problem. That's really all it is, right? Um, and it's like, I tell brands all the time, know your market, like know what you're getting into ahead of time, right? There's, there's tools you can use, like uh, you guys obviously have some, uh, some cool features as well, but it's understanding what you're getting into before you launch is, is really a big key, right? Like when we're, uh, when we're looking at our ACOS or our tacos, we're looking at it at a product by product basis, right? We're not looking at it from what everything should be because something that's net new or something that's existing, different goals, right? Um, yeah. Ranking is how many orders, what's your conversion rate? You could throw CPCs in there and, and you can even guesstimate, right? How much money do I need to rank this item, right? If, if I don't have a lot of data, but I know I average CPCs are $3, I can see what it looks like if my conversion rate is 5%, 10%, 15%, right? What are the total yeah. dollars you need to actually make that happen? Okay. Um, well, I'm going to act on some of these things. Um, uh, Daniel, uh, thank you a ton for your time and for, uh, you know, everything, you know, I've already feel like, I feel like you're just giving me uh, most for this uh, time we spent. Um, do you have like a, a smart hack uh, that you uh, think the audience could learn from uh, in either life or business? That's great. Uh, what I like <laughs> to say is become a domain expert, right? Like, uh, Everything in life is learnable, right, or teachable. I had to teach myself Amazon ads because there wasn't really very much. Uh, there was really no info when it came out in the first place. But um, I didn't start with this much knowledge in my head, right? I, I learned from doing. Oh, it takes a lot of knowledge <laughs> in order to simplify things the way that you you've done it. I am very impressed. Um, well, uh, Daniel, thank you so much. Uh, Daniel's agency is Straight Up Growth. Uh, they do a lot of ads. I just went through an audit with them um, and it was great. It was very uh, informational. Well, we will uh, wrap up there. Uh, thanks everyone uh, for jumping on and I'll uh, catch you guys next week. All right, take care. One, two, three. Yeah!